All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Weather's Nation After Dark begins now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oilers Nation after Aaron smashes the panic button. I saw it in the chat. There it is, folks. I'm hitting it. I'm freaked out. I'm not having a good time. I don't think anybody in Edmonton had a good time watching that game today. Hello and welcome into the Sports Closet Studio, where I can't even keep track of the YouTube chat right now. It was going off during the game. It's been going off like crazy. After the game, I saw people in here being like, can they just start the show now? (laughs) Believe me, we were thinking about it. We said if they score another one, we're just going to go still inside the third period. That sucked, everybody. If you couldn't tell, the man to my right is the one, the only, Coomzy. How we doing, Coom? I'm not doing my best, Aaron. I'm not having the best time. I came here on a Saturday afternoon fully expecting the Oilers to beat the Nashville Predators as they always do. And for the first time since October of 2018, five years, the Preds beat the Oilers in overtime. I came in here on Saturday expecting a win. It didn't happen. I'm not having a bad time because I'm hanging out with you guys, but I'm not feeling good. Yeah, I straight up feel like I can make like a compilation of... Me and pre-gaming saying, oh, man, I'm ready for this. and going to go this. And the exact complete opposite continues to happen. We once again lose to another backup goaltender. <laughs> and boy, oh, boy, there is there's a lot of things wrong with this hockey team right now. Just catching up in the chat here. Like, dude, I don't even know where to start. There's so many people in here. I see Chell says, to be honest, the only reason I sat through the last half of the third was to see if they would get booed off the ice or not. Coom, we heard a couple boos, I think. Let me know if you were at the game. Did anybody throw a jersey on the ice? Because this seems like jersey-throwing territory. The stadium was too quiet for them to be any booing, man. Like, yeah. outside of the first period, it sounded like, I don't know, people were doing homework. It was a library. Look, I'm not blaming the fans. I'm not going to tell you that you should have gone and watched that game and made a bunch of noise. But, I mean, after you watch that performance, it's just apathy. Like, where do you even find the energy to boo? Like, it's so boring, soulless hockey. It's, it's you know... yeah. It, it's it's staggering. I didn't have fun watching no. that game today. At no point did I have fun. It was the middle of the afternoon, little day game. No part of that was enjoyable. It just doesn't get you fired up. You know, like yeah. the kind of game where you're going to throw a jersey on the ice or you're going to boo someone is when the other team comes into your stadium and just top to bottom beats the wheels off of you. And in this game, the shots were even. It felt like the play was sort of even, but it 
looked uninspired. The goaltending was terrible. Oh, it was my God. Every time Nashville was skating towards Edmonton's zone, they brought the puck over the blue line on a one-on-three at one point. And me and Aaron were both like, uh-oh. And it's like, <laughs> this isn't even a scoring chance. And we're worried about the Preds scoring. And that's what the whole game was like. It was pretty much entirely that. Once again, we are joined by Gavin again today. He is behind the camera. Gav, thoughts, feelings after that one? <laughs> <laughs> No good. No, no good, boys. <laughs> Absolutely no good, like you guys were just mentioning, too. Panic Button is now engaged with this hockey team. We can't drop the 2 7 and 1 on this start. Like, we were kind of looking back. When was the last time the Oilers started this bad? So the Panic Button is indeed engaged. Coom, when was the last time we started this bad? You were looking it up. This is the worst start in the McDavid era. So they're, oh they're right God. now 2 7 and 1. And in his first season, his rookie year, 2015 16, they started 3 and 7 on the year, 3 7 and 0. So this is even worse than that. This is worse than Connor McDavid's rookie season. This is the first time since the pre McDavid era they've had a season like this. Atrocious, so we're talking man. decade of darkness stuff here. Yeah, Absolutely we called atrocious. it before. We called this a must win game, a game. Man, I feel so stupid. We're going through the lineup there, and I said, wow, this really feels like a who's who of for their team there. And then what do you know? They show up. They're able to show out. Ryan O'Reilly has a great game. I think the main point of conversation, it has already been in the chat, and it will be, was Jack Campbell. Coomsey. Yeah, uh, I, I just got Yet a text. Again. I just got a text from Patrick. Shout out, Pat. He's not producing today. But he just said, my confidence level is at zero for Jack Campbell. Coom, thoughts, feelings on his performance today, and <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Do we, do, we, do we bring out the trade talk? We'll get into that in a moment. The wave talk, the send out. Like, it's just not going good for Jack. He is fighting it. Yeah, to give, to give people a preview of where this conversation yeah. <laughs> is going to go. We spent a lot of time on this game looking at cap friends. Uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> running through the bio options for our boy soup. Just giving people a preface. That's the direction we're moving. Yes. But, I mean, man, what can you say? I don't think we can blame him specifically for every single goal. But, like I said, the, the, I think it perfectly sums it up when all of us were sitting there and Nashville's going on a one-on-three and we're nervous that they're going to score. There's no confidence. Like, this is Campbell's first start since he got lit up against Minnesota. Five goals come in the third period. And this is his first start in, what, two, two and a half weeks? Two weeks? Mm -hmm. yep. Like, forever. 11 days. 11 days, yeah. 11 yeah. Days. And in the Oilers open the scoring, and then immediately after, 30 seconds later, Nashville ties the game on this wraparound. Then you see Campbell bite, and you're watching his Nashville. Angle, Why did he his, bite his on angle, that? His positioning was... was just atrocious. Yeah, like, where do you think the forward's going to go? Is it, he's not going yeah. to wrap the puck behind the net. And it's, he just totally gave up there. And... Yeah, I mean, like, uh, it's unfortunate because Jack Campbell had a phenomenal preseason mm -hmm. and we were all excited. Jack Campbell revenge tour. We all wanted to see it. We're all rooting for him. But, man, like, I, I, it's, it was bad last year and somehow it's worse this year. Just straight up delusional I was in preseason because I was drinking all the Kool-Aid. <laughs> see people in here firing off on the delusional. Naeem said, people are delusional. We can't trade Campbell. Waivers is the only option. Hey, we are delusional, and we oh, needed yeah. something to talk about today. <laughs> so during that no game, kidding. I think it only took until the fourth goal, Coom, before me and you dipped into maybe maybe my friend behind me right here, maybe a little something, something. <laughs> we didn't have many, we didn't have much to cheer for tonight. So let's get into it. How about let's start with the Crown Royal scoring summary. Crown Royal is the best. It's always been the best. It's always a good time. Let me just wet my whistle here for a moment, Coom. At least I have you guys, you know? Yeah, at least we got that. And at least together. we have each other. <laughs> no kidding. That's really the only positive that we've got right now. But I've got all of you loyal fans in here. Be sure to smash the like button. Get in some hot takes. This is the hot take episode. Yeah. Anything flies yeah, today. I'll it. allow anything. There's nobody going in timeouts. Trade proposals, let's go. Trade proposals. Let's hear it all. <laughs> the most unrealistic ones. You want to live in fantasy worlds. I'm okay it. with that because I am done with reality right now. Yeah, reality sucks. Let's play GM mode. Let's, so, let's have some fun. <laughs> the Crown Royal scoring summary. It started off, started off great. We got a goal. We got the first start. Now it's a matinee game. I always doubt our ability to get off to a hot start. We got it. It was Darnell Nurse on the power play. little PP2 action right there. And I was able to get one. I thought that – was that the one that we thought hit? Gagne. It was Gagne, yeah, but it, Gagne did, right but in it didn't, yeah, in no. fact, hit him. So, hey, Darnell Nurse haters, suck on that one. I love that for a second of the year. 
And then it was quickly followed up by the Philip Forsberg <laughs> like wraparound. Seconds right after. It says 9.57 and then 10.22. So I'm no mathematician. That's 25 seconds after. They couldn't even get the goal call in the arena out by the time he buried that one. Such Could you a imagine that's the first goal of someone's career? Like, imagine if Ralph Lavois <laughs> scored there, <laughs> announcing his first career goal, Nashville scores yeah. immediately. <laughs> That'd be good. And uh, then it continued on. Second period, Ryan O'Reilly got one of his many goals this evening. Didn't see that one coming. Before the game, we talked about that their top line didn't think necessarily matched up with ours. Well, boy, am I wrong yes. on every one of these shows because I thought they severely outplayed our top line. But on that second goal, I thought Campbell had fine positioning. He made the first save. O'Reilly was battling with Darnell Nurse. It was just really bad timing. They both hit the ice as he gets his stick on it, able to get it in there. I'm not super mad at Jack Campbell for that one. He did make the first stop. Rebound control could be better. But, hey, it is what it is. And then it really started to unravel. So it was 3-1. Ryan O'Reilly scores again on the power play. It was Evander Kane took a high-sticking penalty. Penalties, once again, was a theme today. There was a too many men that we took as well that just infuriated me to my core. That really sucks. Nashville PP capitalizes with O'Reilly there. Then, hey. The Oilers got on the board. We got our second goal from Zach Hyman. Little tip job in front of the net. Mr. Consistency right there. Even at that time, like, we were jacked up. We got a goal. It just didn't feel right today, Coombsy. It just felt off. Would you agree with that? Yeah, the vibes always felt kind of weird. It was as soon as they scored that first goal and the Nashville evened it up immediately after it was. The vibes were just sucked out from there. It was hard to feel good after that. Yeah, I see number one fan in here says he scored two in a row. One counted. Yeah, there yeah. was that was an ugly one. I mean, honestly, for I don't even remember what goal that was. It's too hard to keep it. Was that was that O'Reilly's last one? Yeah, that yeah. was his last one. Yeah, that was and to be honest, goal. I would rather Darnell Nurse scored that on her own net yeah. because the chaos that ensued afterwards. Jack Campbell couldn't get his stick back in his hand. You made that sound while it was going on. It was actually quite hilarious. I laughed pretty hard. But sorry, so that came at that was their fifth goal now i'm getting all out of track here fourth goal for the preds was thomas novak gets in the slot rips one once again gavin he said he was my player to watch he was once again against the preds and he he came through tonight he's good he's a good player he's a very good player i don't want to be complimenting other players on a night like today today was supposed to be very positive and then of course the fifth one there was the absolute chaos in front of the net I wanted that game to stop right there. We said we wanted to go live. It was just painful to watch that go down. Coom, we were talking about this as well. So you were like, oh, there's still a fair amount of people in the building there. You, you said, are kind of a you're a fan of leaving a game early, right? Yeah, I'm that I'm it's You're a, that it's, guy? It's, I'm, a, I'm a beat the crowd kind of guy. Yeah. I like hearing, especially when there's a win, hearing the crowd when you're walking you out. You walk. It's like walking yeah. out from an explosion. It really you is. Know what I mean? Like putting the sunglasses on, Miami Vice style explosion behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gavin, we did that for the Heritage Classic. Well, yes. We were pretty much yes, standing outside yeah. in the Uber line, right when we heard all the chaos come down. I see everybody in here, Sadistic Angel, nice name, said, so frustrating. Yep, Dacky, if the Oilers wanted to puck watch, they should have at least bought a ticket. Yeah. Classic one right there. Ryan S. says, is this coaching or is this the players? keeping the oilers record updated at the office that's so sad so sad so sad no one saw this no i mean kekum yeah let's kind of start to break it down here we'll get into the good bad and the oily just a second what went wrong for the oilers tonight kum i mean a handful of things like they they scored their two goals on the power play which is nice the oilers power play is great they're going to score power play goals but then nothing comes at even strength so you're there's no foundation for the extra goals you're scoring the power play. You did nothing at even strength. Nashville scores you what four nothing at even. So again, still those 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 third line players um, still haven't scored a goal yet for the Oilers this year, and that's a huge problem. And then whether you want to blame the defense, whether you want to blame Campbell, you can probably blame both. Some of them, the the Novak goal, I think the top shelf one is one that Campbell's got to have. I think that first one too, the Forsberg one, Campbell's got to have that. The O'Reilly one, sure, you can blame it on the D man, but at the end of the day, like. Oilers aren't getting big stops. There's mm-hmm. no room for error. They're, the team cannot do anything wrong. They have to play perfectly in front of their goalies right now because 
every game, four or five goals are going in. You can try and win every game, six, five. It's not going to happen. The teams just don't have firepower for that. Yeah, you were saying it when we were watching of it must be very hard to be a player on this team and want to play hard when you just keep seeing back-breaking goals like that go in. All your effort is for naught. I felt like the boys were we were getting chances today. It was There was good things that happened. Sam Gagne once again looked good. I thought Evander Kane looked good. He did take some stupid-ass penalties. Warren Fogle looked good today as well. Warren Fogle looked good. And that's pretty uh, – maybe uh, like the D I didn't think too bad. But, like, once again, it's just – it feels like pulling teeth here trying to find something positive the about this shift. game. Remember the big shift? Oh, Three yeah. The one shift. Zone. That was fun. <laughs> yep. We said that for the good we were going to pick that one shift and that and everybody would know. know what we were talking about. We all know. Because it was the only good entertaining part of we the game. We were so back for three <laughs> minutes. We were, so <laughs> we were an absolute roller coaster today at the office watching this one. But, Kate, let's get into it. The good, bad, and the oily presented by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones like this, Coom, right? Just like We're this. Just a couple guys hanging out, making memories. With those memories, Alberta Travel, Alberta Blue, Jesus, let me try this again. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Okay, Gavin, let's start with the good. It was few and far between, but the power play, ladies and both gentlemen. Both of our goals today. We so were able again. to score both of our goals on the power play. PP2 was yes. even able to get one. Uh, the boys went two for three, I do believe. Yeah. I mean, that's positive, right, guys? That's a positive thing, Coom, right? Power I, play, that's good. I guess it's technical. I guess on some sense, yeah, but – and obviously we had no goals today on five on five, and that's an issue by itself, so – but we'll stick with the good. Yeah, it, power play looked good. Two for three. We'll just keep it at that. I'll just keep it at that. As soon as you start thinking about what the good actually is, yeah. you yeah. this is kind of a bad. It's kind of an issue, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's such a backhanded compliment for this good because we had to pick power play because there's nothing else to possibly pick out of this. It was a must win, and we didn't win. So if you're joining us just now, yes, I have officially pressed the panic button. I am freaked out right now, okay? I said before, I am – oh, no, no. We'll get into it some more here. I don't want to go off. We have, we have a don't segment. We have, we have a segment. We have a we'll segment to continue on. Yeah, oh, we will get there. So power play is good. Let me know in the chat if you thought anything was good. I see Blake says good, only one loss, that it's just one loss. Just one game. Well, it's been, what, eight losses now this year? See, this is yeah. what I said. I am so tired of the loser talk that's been coming out of my own mouth. Yeah, Silver linings. I'm so done with it. I can't even I can't even subscribe to that right now because, no, it's not just one game. This has now been every game. This is a theme. This isn't a one-off. This is, this is who we are. Sample size, man. You take a 10 or 11-game sample size in February, you go 2, 7, and 1. We're all going to freak out. It's valid. It's not three games anymore. It's no. Uh, and I'm not trying to rag on this guy's comment. What he's saying is accurate. It's yeah, one loss. It's they can go fact. win the next three. Sure. But, I mean, I haven't seen much recently to make me feel good about them turning this around. All right. Let's move along here. This this bad might be able to – this might be the entire show. <laughs> the bad, we went broad with this. The panic button engaged. I am freaked out. It's the goaltending. Definitely smash. It's five-on-five five scoring. It is really everything. I mean, effort level – it is there. I'm freaked out about a lot of things. I'm just freaked out, Coomzy. Talk me off the ledge, please. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to take the positive angles, you'll look at it and see. The other's got some of the best underlying numbers in the league. Nobody wants to hear that after you've lost a game to a team you always beat in a game you should win. But at the end of the day, at least they're not being outshot 40 to 20 and losing yeah. 3 to 1, right? They're, they're by and large out shooting teams like Dallas. They lost the game. They outshot them heavily at Nashville, I think. I don't know. They were fine. The, the It was a pretty evenly played game, I think. But you ask yourself, you know, the shooting percentage will probably go up. Guys like Holloway, Yanmark, you know, guys like that that haven't scored yet, Derek Ryan, they're going to score eventually. They're not going to go the whole year without scoring a goal. But I worry about the goaltending. There's no guarantee the save percentage is going to turn around. There's no guarantee Jack Campbell's not going to be an 875 goaltender this year. It happens. There's teams where you look at it and their team save percentages. 885, 890. The Oilers might be one of those teams. Jack Campbell just looks like a shell of a man right now. He just looks lost, scared. He's like a scared puppy out there that you just don't trust. 
And it's, uh, who said it right here? Engra, effort, battle, massive errors. Yeah. It's baffling. For me, I mean, maybe even not as much today, but it's the massive backbreaking errors. It's a Jack Campbell playing a wraparound like that. Like, you just get the momentum back, snapped in half. Like, there's just, there's nothing you can do. Once you start to get a little bit of momentum going, it feels like there's always something. Maybe it's a dumbass penalty. Maybe it's, it could be any number of things. They just continue to keep happening. Gavin, what are you most panicked about? It's definitely like what you guys have mentioned already. It's goaltending. It's goaltending. This team cannot succeed with the goaltending that the Edmonton Oilers are getting at the moment. Stuart Skinner has been below average. Soup, as we've seen today, is just not good enough. This goaltending on his team just flat out is not good enough to win hockey games going forward. Yeah, so you know what? Here, let's get into this right now. I see somebody put this in the chat here. A mainlander, Tim, said Tobias Reader says hi. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. To be fair, they could absolutely go the entire year without a goal. <laughs> that made me laugh very hard. So thank you oh, for that, memory. I need a laugh. I need, if I don't laugh, I'm going to cry. So this is straight up here. But Ugramal, uh, lol, I don't know what that name is, says, time to buy out Jack at 1.5 mil and use that 3.5 to get something working. Coom, we looked at this. During the game today, I think you've got your numbers right there. Explain to me, I hate that we're at this point, but you got to ask the question. You have to think about it. What is the reality of buying out Jack Campbell look like? Yeah, so we're in the second year of the five-year, $25 million buyout, and it's, it's one of those ones that it, it's kind of a weird buyout. It has some ups and it has some downs. The one thing to look at for the Oilers is that for 2024-25, it would be quite advantageous. It's a $1.1 million cap hit, so a $3.9 million savings, I guess, to go out and get your other goalie. But after that, though, 2025-26, 2.3. After that, 2.6. And then it's three years at 1.5. So if you're doing this, you have to have a plan for 2024-25 that works because this is a, a bio that you don't want to deal with in the, the two years yeah. after that. Gavin, can you create a YouTube poll in there and sure. ask the people what they would vote when you know that those are the underlying numbers, right? So that's the reality of what's going to happen for the next several seasons. I'm very curious. I think I know what the answer is going to be <laughs> in this chat. It's 98% yes, 2% no. But I'm very curious to get your guys' opinion I'm not fully there yet, but you have to ask the question and you have to think You're about it. You're definitely considering it at this it's, point. Dude. At this point, I saw people throwing it in the chat before talking about bringing up Rodrigue. Sure. Coomzy, where's your brain at with that? Like, you, could you just send him down on waivers and then no yeah. one's going to claim him? No one's obviously <laughs> claiming. I mean, someone claims him then. Take him. Cool. Like, you, please you thank like, you sure so i mean that's obviously not going to happen and then of course you can't bury a full contract in the ahl so i think it's league minimum plus something it's around like 1.25 mils you can bury in the ahl so they put that contract down and it would give them the room to call up um rodrigue of course so you can give that a go but are you going to put your fortunes on a rookie <laughs> goalie with no experience i mean it's happened in the past jordan Bennington, what are you talking about jordan Bennington? lewis think even Stuart skinner last year for the oilers of course there was no expectation he would have had such a season but he was their their second mvp last year pretty much so i mean you never know but i i, I would be surprised if it happened jordan coopin here says rodrigue is crushing it in bakersfield he has a 965 save percentage couldn't be worse than any of our goalies now hey all offseason, I said Jack Campbell can't be worse than last year. And boy, were we wrong. Boy, man. look at me right now. Challenge Do I accept <laughs> Jack heard that and was like, oh, you think so, buddy? Sure. You think so? Okay, let's see this. Um, I see people in here. Maynard asked, is Pickard healthy? I don't exactly know. I'm not really up to date on my AHL stuff as much as I should be. That's my Bruce Kerlock right there. That's his yeah, go-to right there. The <laughs> I call up Bruce. Let's it's go. It's only been five games in Bakersfield, so it's hard to draw conclusions. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Pickard. Yeah, everybody in here. The panic button. Let me know in the chat if you're panicked, if you're freaked out, and what you would do because with Coomzy, we talked about this, with a team so – stuck to the cap where you are we're even playing today down a man there are not many moves that you can make you are very handcuffed if you're ken holland in the Edmonton Oilers. yeah man you look at the oilers roster right now and after i need a drink <laughs> after the move they made yesterday they send broberg down so they can call up rap lebois and their roster now is 13 forwards six defensemen and two goalies and they have 
$400,000 in cap room. So they can't call anybody else up. And you have two forwards that are hurt. Connor Brown's hurt right now. And Matthias Jammark is, is, has an issue as well. So you're essentially at 11 forwards, six defensemen on your roster of players you can play. And I mean, you're going to play again on Monday in Vancouver and you can't bench someone because there's 17 players on your roster who can actually play. So the challenge of being this cap team that that never has the flexibility to call anybody up or shuffle players up and down, have three guys on the bench is think of how exhausted your team's going to be is even after a game like this, you take the L against Nashville, like you only had 17 guys on the ice skating around. You have to go play again right away. The whole, the exact same group. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be, but I think if, if you're Ken Holland, you have to figure out a way to move some salary cap around, move some contracts so that you can have a bench that has two guys. <laughs> Do you think it could be a complacency issue as well in regards to that? Because yeah. because you know that, that you're going to be the play. next game yeah. no matter what happens, like, who right? Cares if you're, if so I think players are getting overly complacent at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like, who's going to get benched next game? What are you going to do get? Send someone down, call someone up. It's not going to happen. It's the same group. <laughs> Adam Ernie season, baby. Bring him right. back. Like, I mean, even after that, like you <laughs> skated around and did public skating cardio for a few games and still get, still continued get to suit up in games. It's, they don't have many options. And that's the disadvantageous part about being so close to the cap. And I mean, I can cut Ken Holland some slack because no one expected the COVID season and no one expected yeah, the for sure. cap forever. But Man, he's he's it's lost. the reality of the situation we're in. So yeah, but he's lost so many contract negotiations. There's so many players who are just slightly overpaid that you just wind up with these problems. Yep, and problems we do have. This chat is absolutely firing right now. This is nuts. Scotty, our defensive play is what's worse than last year. Marco Skinner has been shaky as well. Sample, time for an oil change. I one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I agree, like, it's the classic, what's the definition of insanity? He's doing the same thing over and over. I'm starting to feel pretty insane right now with how this has been going, so... I don't have any answers. I'm just a guy in the chair on YouTube, so I don't really have much management experience. But something's got to give. Let me know in the chat what you think that should be. Mark says Campbell on waivers, then trade Skinner. I'm not trading Skinner right now. He's the only mediocre goaltender we have on this roster. Colton, move to Houston. Revive the Houston Oilers. If if they were wearing powder blue uniforms, you'd at least have to consider it because those UDs are absolutely sick. Both goalies got to go from Kelvin. Get Talbot back. All right. All right. Now we're just getting ridiculous. That was a weird one. Where's he playing now? LA. LA, LA, yep. He's actually having a good year. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe that's not ridiculous. Brandon, anyone have Matt Berlin's number? Tyler definitely does. Call him up. Bring him over here. He's busy tonight. He'll be at the U of A. But come on, Matt. We'll see you, see you Monday. See, that's another thing I'm worried. I know we're still in the bad here, but like we just said, the complacency thing, it's going to be the same roster that goes again on Monday. We're going to be playing a wagon of a team in the Vancouver Canucks right now. Yep. My confidence level is near the floor. Gavin, where's yours at? Yeah, exactly. Like you just said there too, AB. Like confidence is it all? It's an all-time zero mm-hmm. at this point. We're 2-7-1, and one, and I'm tired of people talking about that we should be winning these games. We should be winning these games because honestly, we have not seen it yet. We're not a good hockey team that people are making us out to be right now. That is just not the case. 
Yep, I see Kelvin in here said it's nice hating the Oilers and not getting booted like last year. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, I said anything goes today. I will allow anything We're to right chat. There with We're you, going man. Off the rails Everybody needs to vent. And you know what? Hey, I'll let you go nuts. I'll, I'll be a punching bag, too, if we need. But okay, let's move along to the Oily. This one kind of wrote itself. And then once again, classic Jay Woodcroft fashion. Raph Laval only played, what, five minutes on the ice? Yeah, yeah Raph debut, debut, kind of. Like. Yeah, kind of. He looked good out there in moments. Um, I did not notice or realize how big of a Stays human a being Raph Laval is. That guy is tall as hell. He's got some size to him. Not a ton of bite, but once again, he was only out there for so long. The rookie lap without a bucket. Love That's it. sweet. You always got to love, love that. The look. Um, is Raph Laval number one for best hair on the team? I would say so, yeah. I think uh, now Gina said it could be Stuart Skinner. I don't count goalies because he's in a helmet and I can't really see it all the way. And he doesn't get the wind flowing with his locks like Raph Lavoie does. What did you think of Raph today? I guess everybody in there, it's where in here again, Shell says Lavoie was getting like 10 second shifts, LMAO. Yeah, it was really weird. Kennedy says that's the only thing that's going to help right now. Oh, she asked for a root beer, Coom. She asked for a root beer. Yeah, my root beer. Sim says he's panicked. Yeah, I think everybody's panicked in here. Um, what is the result on the poll? Should the Oilers buy out Jack Campbell? 69% nice is on <laughs> Jack Campbell getting bought out. Oh, 68%. Oh, oh, hey, no, hey, no, damn no, it, damn it, damn it. Wait until he gets back okay, and then stop end the it, I'm ending stop. it. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. Oh, I might have got it at 68. Oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. But, um, yeah, it was Raph Lavoie. Is there anything else that was kind of oily? That stood out to you. I said, once again, somebody let me know if anybody threw a jersey on the ice. I feel like that's the kind of game that that would happen, especially in a day game. How about the uh, the song? The, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell, yeah. Them, about, tell them about the song, Coom. Can, yeah, we, can, uh, you, can you play it for one let second? Let me find it. There was, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we remembered the... And it was on constant loop. We had the Oilers goal song from like the Skyreach Center. Okay, now got to end it for coffee. Now we got to end it. We gotta, <laughs> we're going to get this the thing shut kept the vibes high <laughs> in the <laughs> office during this so game. So if you guys don't know what the song is, I'm sorry. We can't so that was the best part of the game is we played that for the vibes. It, it was like for 40 straight minutes. I think we had that song. Oh, longer than that, I think, yeah. I found an hour-long loop of the song on YouTube. I played it full once and went back and started again. So we had it for over an hour. Yeah, that song is lit. We were talking about our favorite goal songs because I think the Oilers have a great one. I think the Blackhawks have a great one. And then we went a little bit down memory lane. You could tell where our brains were at during this game. <laughs> we needed something to focus on besides crying or fighting each other. And Crown Royal is in our system. So, hey, look out, buddy. <laughs> but uh, that does it for the good, bad, and the oily presented by Alberta Blue Cross. And then that means that we're going to move along to my DoorDash hot and cold performer Ding of the dong. game. Thank you, Gavin. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code on your screen, all capitals, nation, 25. So everybody in here, we all love DoorDash. They're the best. And then DoorDash from Wendy's, DoorDash from Crown Royal. Ding dong. I think everybody at home right now has earned. You don't want to make dinner. You don't deserve to make. No, you need, you need comfort food and you need it now. So there you go. What would, what's your go-to DoorDash spot? Are you a DoorDash guy? Yeah, I'm a big Osmos fan. Osmos? Ooh, love Osmos. Spicy, spicy ass Mediterranean food. Okay. Huge fan. Also fresh sliced pizza. Hey, there you go. Try that. It's yeah, actually, that is very good. Yes. That is actually really very, good. very good. Underrated pizza in the city. Really mm-hmm. Let me know what your go-to DoorDash spot is. And hey, maybe you do a little double dash too. That's the sick thing about DoorDash is you can get them to pick it up from somewhere. And then in like the 10 minutes window, you can be like, also stop at 7-Eleven. Get me a bag of chips and this and that for no extra delivery fee. DoorDash, ding dong. They are the best. So hot performer of the game, gentlemen. Uh, it's got to be that song I just. Put it's kind of tough. <laughs> I um. Oh, here I'll give maybe my hot performer of the game to DJ Tyler Bosencool. He's the DJ at the at Rogers Place. He did great. Um, I saw Jay's kid Crawford was at the game, just yeah. absolutely dancing around, and he said she's only here for the music. So I'll give it to Bose as a hot performer, and Evander Kane. Evander Kane was good yet again. Warren Fogle. Yeah, Fogle would probably be mine. 
was all over the ice. Yeah, what'd you see from Warren Fogle, Gavin? He was just all over the ice. He generated scoring chances. Obviously, he didn't find the back of the net, which we have seen in the past, like throughout the season. He's kind of snake bit in, in that aspect, but he's still generating scoring chances. He's strong on the forecheck. All around a great game from Warren Fogle today. What about you? Anybody of Andrew Kane? Fogle? It's pretty much those guys for me and the DJ. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll echo um, the sentiments there, but Warren Fogel. I thought he was skating around, doing a great job. Yeah, let's see this in here from Jake Friesen. So a lot of people here are talking about firing Jay Woodcroft, firing Ken on whatever. Of course, we're getting I've gotten like, text from like three of my buddies saying the exact same thing. I'm like, I'm not there yet. I, I saw it on yeah, Woody not, for me. Not even. I close. still need to process, but uh, Jake Friesen says, Mike Smith for goalie coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, just for goalie. Goalie, goalie coach, head coach, GM, everything. I want him oh. doing it all and only for a million dollars, okay? Because we can't afford anything oh. else like that. Okay, and then I move along to my cold performer. People, let me know in the chat. It's tough. My number one cold performer, but it would be Jack Campbell. I'm pretty certain. But that's so obvious. You got any deeper? You got any more deep-rooted hate for anybody tonight? I, I don't, but I'm going to uh, – how about I lean in, lean in with the chat? It's either Jack Campbell or Darnell Nurse. you got to be mad at one of the two. And since you're mad at Jack Campbell, <laughs> I'm mad at Darnell Nurse. <laughs> I am the number one Darnell Nurse supporter in the world. So let me know. I mean, he did score a goal into our own net today. So, But he also scored a goal. But he also <laughs> – so I'm no math guy, but those cancel out right there. Yeah. Those cancel out. Uh, Gavin, cold performer for you. Anybody? I, I can't believe I'm saying this, guys. It, it's Connor McDavid. Yay! Oh, somebody not, says it here. Cold for me is 97 yeah, and 29. Honestly, yeah, let's like, get into that. Because we we came into this game talking about how our top line matches against our top line, and we blew them away, right? This game shows that that simply is not the case. McDavid is not looking like himself. He's, he's not dreading the scoring chances like he's accustomed to. He just isn't right, guys. Something's just off with 97's game, and even his speed's down a little bit from what I've kind of taken in. Something's wrong with 97. Yeah, he doesn't look completely healthy. I saw a couple times tonight. There was one. It's just you, when Connor's taking it up the ice and he's dipsy-doodling and doing his thing, you know when it feels right and he's got his wheels going and everything. It just doesn't really feel like that right now. I know he's dealing with something. But the same goes for Leon, too, man. Like, And I don't know if his is a physical ailment, like an injury or something, but they just seem off, Coomzy. Yeah, they really do. And you have to wonder, especially with Connor McDavid, is, of course, he was injured before the Heritage Classic for the, I think it only wound up being a couple of games that he missed. And then he comes back for that game a few days off before the Dallas game plays, plays fine. Same thing with this one. It's not, it wasn't a terrible game, but just not anywhere near you, where you expect. And that's the weird thing about analyzing Connor McDavid is your expectations are always so sky high. So it's like, is he actually having a bad game? Is he just okay? But right now it just, I think Gavin's right. He doesn't look right. No. And you have to wonder if it's the injury, and then you have to wonder, do they have to bite the bullet and just give him some time to rest and get right? He's just not taking over games like yeah. he has yeah, done for us in the a- past, and that's just simply it. When our goaltending has been this bad, we've had 97, we've had 29 kind of pick up their game to kind of pick up just how bad our goaltending is, and throughout the entire course of the season so far, that has just simply not been the case. Dude, for me, it's an issue, and we said it before, when the top line of Philip Forsberg, Ryan O'Reilly, and Gustav Nyquist are out playing Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisel by a fair amount. I think everyone would agree with that today. That uh, That's not good, Coomzee. <laughs> There's a lot of things going wrong. I think that's the key is we can't pinpoint it at one yeah, thing. It's, it's not, not one thing. Campbell, it's not just Nurse. It's not just this, not just that. They're, you know, two, seven, and one for a wide array of different reasons. Okay, I love this chat, and I love this chat for so many different reasons. It's because it never ceases to surprise me or amaze me. I've got a new person we can blame now. Shout out to Chell. Said, wait, didn't McDavid get married over the summer? It's the wife curse. That's right. Lauren <laughs> Kyle, you are at fault for all of this going on and why Jack Campbell can't play a simple wraparound. Lauren, it's on you. That's right. That that makes that makes logical sense. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it, Chell. I love it. Love we, it. Love you're not blaming it. on something. I did say anything goes. Tonight. Where anything goes, we yep, so it's true. Anything we did say that. is allowed. The same thing though for Connor and Leon. It even seems to be applying to PP one for me. And they were zipping it around at points today, but there's also just points when they can't even complete passes four feet in front of each other. They're just always battling for the pucks. Trying to keep possession, it's 
It just doesn't look right. What have you thought of the power play? I know we went two for three, but it's still – that's why we picked it as the good. And we were like, was it even good? But statistically, it was. It kind of feels like they're trying to uh, – it feels like they're trying to, like, walk the puck into the net. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so many different passes. And, look, we can't really – be too critical because they scored twice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It looks like so many extra passes, like so much overthinking on the ice. It doesn't feel like last year when they were rolling, when everything feels automatic. This year, it's like we're trying so hard. We're gripping the stick so hard. No one looks comfortable. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a good time. Let's just say, how many games into the season are we right now? 10? 11, 10. Not, there's two, uh, yeah, two, we're two, seven, ten, and one. Two, seven, and one. That's wait, that's, that's 10. Carry the 10. one. Yep, confirmed. <laughs> that's math. That's 10. Oh, um, boys, we got baby, that's oh, I got to say, I did not think that 10 games into this. Like, I knew when we started out the season here, it was getting bad. I thought I was going to have talked about more than two wins on this show. And, Gavin, this is getting harder and harder to do every time. But the viewership tends to keep going up the <laughs> yeah, more the we lose. So shout out to all of you each in of there. these losses for sure. But like you said, it's – something's got to change man like we cannot keep talking about losses like this on a game-to-game basis yeah yep you know what we can talk about though speaking of comfort food with doordash actually i have some french fries right here shout out wendy's baby <laughs> should i asmr eat some fries in the mic right now no i don't that's the number one thing i hate in podcasts but wendy's wendy's is here with daily face-off and they're letting you win real food with your fantasy teams and daily face-off for those of you who smoke the competition wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that have you savoring the true taste of victory what does that taste like because i don't know but if your fantasy team doesn't deliver you a w you can get the new wendy's barbecue bacon cheeseburger delivered to your door I had one after we did pre-gaming and before the show. It was absolutely delicious. Little grilled onions, fried onions, whatever they are, deep fried onions, I think. So good. Wendy's is the best. Go-to order from Wendy's? I'm a big JBC guy, but I also love their breakfast. I knew their I breakfast you. is underrated. JBC man. is so JBC good. is the best. Yeah. There's or the no number six combo, the spicy chicken. Ooh. So that's if you want to mix it up. Get a couple nugs <laughs> in there yeah. too. Let me know in the chat. Oh, there it is. Chell Iverson, JB, hashtag JBC crew. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Damn right. Your, uh, your patch for your leather jacket should be coming in <laughs> soon. <laughs> I just shipped them out. Uh, I'm just trying to catch up here with some things in the chat. Final buzzer said I didn't miss Yanmark, Broberg, or Brown. Well, we lost the game, and we didn't have enough people on the ice, so I did miss one of them there. Um, it was nice to see Raph Lavoie. Oh, did you say your name for Raph Lavoie yet? Yeah, we we decided since he's got to be about six foot five, we might call him Giraffe Lavoie. Giraffe Lavoie. I kind of like that one. It's it is. He just kind of has that. We'll throw it out. He's Thanks, got the giraffe looking build. Yeah, you let me know. Hey, if you don't like it, send it back. Send it back my way. Just send it back yeah, at the restaurant. Return it. We'll say no. We'll never say it again. Okay. <laughs> now we want to get into this one. I want to get into your trade proposal, Coom. The floor is yours. I couldn't help but notice the Nashville Predators have a goaltender <laughs> who has an identical cap hit to Jack Campbell's at $5 million. Did you Sarf, have time to look that up during the game today? Wow, I did have, crazy. I had time to, uh, it's a lot of time to spend roster baiting on uh, capfriendly.com. <laughs> UC Soros, um, one year left in his contract after this one at five mils. Jack Campbell, also five mils, of course, three years after this one. Would you guys be comfortable attaching this year's first-round pick and a top prospect like Xavier Borgo? To make another trade with Nashville. Last year's trade with the Preds, Matthias Ekholm, game changer for the team. Mm -hmm. would, you, would you do another one with the Preds? So, Gav, can you throw that in the poll, maybe? Yep, on Would you accept Campbell, a first-round pick, and Xavier Borgo for UC Soros? That's risky, because like, the way things are going right now, that's the third overall pick. If, the, <laughs> if we're doing the draft tomorrow, this is, uh, you know, Leon Dreisaitl at third overall draft pick here. So it's a bit of a gamble. Celebrini season. Selly, right. selly. Let's go. It's true, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, you're the Oilers. You got Connor and Leon signed for so long. There's there, there, there just isn't that much room to wait around. And this kind of reminds me. Think back to 2005-06 for those who were around. The Oilers were a really good team that year. They were great defensively. They allowed the fewest shots in the NHL against any team that year. And UC Markin and Ty Conklin just straight up weren't a good goalie pairing. They got Dwayne Rollison, first-round pick, went to a division rival in Minnesota. They used that pick. They traded away, drafted Trevor Lewis. Who cares? The Oilers yeah. got Dwayne Rollison, went to the cup final. So consider it. 
Yeah, I'm seeing in here that um, a lot of yes, done deals. Soros now live too. Soros and Yossi says Jake. All right, let's yeah, get let's realistic. Let's, let's, I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> Don't you get me wrong. Um, in here, absolutely not, said Jared. Okay, could maybe because that will be third overall. Could, could be. be first overall. We got San Jose at least. Levi first. says yes. Tyler Mulek says that's not enough. Might not be honestly. Yeah, it honestly yeah. might not be. I yeah, I don't like, know. It's not that much. Like if you think about dumping the contract of Campbell, like you're doing two trades. You're dumping a contract. Yeah, you have to attach another first, yeah. most likely. And you're getting a good goalie. So you're yeah. doing two things. So man, like And Soros has one more year after this year, correct? They can take yeah, one more year after this one as well. And they're gonna have to have so Nashville's gonna have Campbell for three years. So yeah, I think, you, you, attach, I think you have to attach another first to that. Right, we're attaching Broberg too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Trades different. <laughs> now you can have it. You can have a second extra four on your roster. Yeah. Hey, look at that! Everybody wins. Uh, Nashville does not do it, but I'd be all over it. No chance Nashville does it. Yeah, I think you might have to throw in a little something else there, maybe another pick. But I love that we're 10 games into the season and we're already playing the trade Jack Campbell game. What do you have to attach to get him off your roster? It's dark days. It's dark days out here in Edmonton. But you know what else is dark? But it's not a bad thing. It's Crown Royal right behind me, Gavin. Uh, we might have to have a couple of these. But I wanted to get in to my generous guy of the week for Crown Royal. I don't know if you're going to have one. But for me, Gavin, I already can't forget. I can't remember what we had picked before. But I'm going to give it because I never was able to give my shout-out and my generous guy award to the TELUS technician that came <laughs> into my house to set up and boost my internet all over the house. And he came in and he recognized me. He was like staring at me. And it was kind of awkward. He then eventually asked, hey, do you do the pregame show for Oilers Nation? He then sat on my couch for an hour and a half. And we <laughs> talked about everything Oilers under the sun, trade proposals, everything. We even had a glass of crown together. I offered him one. He boosted my internet. So shout out to my TELUS technician. You are my generous guy of the week because A, I got fast internet now and B, I had a nice little vent sesh with him and it was nice. He helped me like prepare for the show. It was pretty funny. <laughs> what did he suggest for trades? <laughs> Um, trade everyone. He he was <laughs> he was a firm believer in uh, you need to trade Leon Dreisaitl to do anything for this team to be good. And yeah, that was Colby Cohen yesterday joined Oilers Nation every day, and he brought that up. He made that point. Holy cow! Did the I've never seen the chat turn on a human being so fast? They're like, get him off the screen, Aaron. Get him off the screen. Only one more you left in his deal after this one, man. So he was talking about it that you could get a return and all this. So that was my Telus technician. I already forget his name. I have his card. But shout out to you. You're an absolute beauty. I hope you're watching. I hope you're in there, Gavin Coombe. Do you have any generous guys or girls or girls in your life this this week, past week? Anything generous happen to you? We said that Jack Campbell giving up goals left, right, and center. We said the San Jose Sharks allowing ten goals to the Canucks was generous. Yeah, the Canucks were generous right. when they when they ran into the goalie and they all were like, "Hey, are you okay?" While all the sharks skated off the ice. That was so weird, man. That was that, was that was absolutely bizarre. You can tell it's a bad season when that's going on. Yeah. And speaking of the San Jose Sharks. I hate to be and live in this world, but boys, we kept talking about we it. We talked about this yeah, today. What is the likelihood that the Oilers drop a game to the San Jose Sharks on Thursday? We play the Canucks Monday, so we've still got some time before that. But the way things are going right now, would I be surprised if we dropped that? I wouldn't be surprised if we lost that one 7 nothing. First thing, like, I going. want San Jose to win a game before yeah. we play them. Yep, that would be nice. Uh, they, got, they got Pittsburgh and Philly coming up. This week, uh, Philly's so been rolling. Philly's been rolling. Pittsburgh's pretty bad. So hopefully they get a win there and we're not going in and facing because you just know. You just know what's going to happen. Yeah. If you're going against the script San is already Jose, written almost. Yeah, if, there, if there's zero, 10 and two or something. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that it's becoming real in my head. That this, yeah, exactly. That. We got the Canucks on Monday. And as I mentioned uh, before on pregaming, so Monday, it's going to be a little different one. So it's an 8 p.m. start. So we're doing pregame with Boardsy from here live at 7 p.m. But we're having a live office watch along. So I believe it's going to be on the Oilers Nation YouTube. And you can come in the chat and watch the game with all of us. I think we're going to have 
everybody there on bag milk off camera. <laughs> Wanye, I think off camera. I'm sure Tyler will be front and center, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be doing that. So it'll be a late one, maybe some Crown Royal. It'll be good. And then it'll be Oilers Nation after dark after that. I'm excited for my first watch along here. I feel like going to be watching a game with the fans. It's pretty cool. I like the chat aspect that when I am watching, I can see what they're writing. But to have a live thing, it's going to be pretty cool. Are you going to be there? Yeah, we, we, had a, we had a good time today, so I think I'll be in the mix for that. That was fun. Yeah, we did have fun. a very good fight. If, I, if I had to watch this game home alone, I, oh, oh, I would have turned it off. I would have been Googling like, just random things to try and distract my how brain. How do you watch the full 60 of that? But with you guys here, you help get me through it. We're a family vibe. That's what we do here at Oilers Nation. Everybody near, if we lose to San Jose, trade literally everyone. Yeah, then, it's, then we're even further along going off the rails. <laughs> Does hashtag Team Mulek get the invite to be live in person? Mulek, I would love it. I would love you to come join us, but I think that's that question's above my pay grade. So I don't know. If you find out where, if you track down the Oilers Nation truck, you'll know where we are. So it stands out like a sore thumb. Just follow Tyler into work. <laughs> Tyler and Tyler, what a duo. Well, gentlemen, this was fun, question mark? I think so. Yeah. I, I think it's fun, fun as it could be. I feel better every time that we do this. Like Therapy once session. I walk out of here, it does. I feel like I should have you lay down on the couch. <laughs> I just put my glasses down in my little. And how does that make you feel? Yeah, when Coogee? you look at this image, what do you see? <laughs> pain, see pain Jack all Campbell over. Allowing a goal. <laughs> <laughs> I see Jack Campbell doing that butterfly, or not butterfly. Whatever the hell that was. The pads. He stacked the pads, but then separated his legs, and it just went <laughs> through his legs up in the air. That one was brutal, but it didn't count because Darnell Nurse scored on his own net. See, there's positives in everything, people. We can spin this any which way. This is a perfect way to end. <laughs> Not hashtag fire Woodcroft, the one above it. Misery loves company. It sure does. So I appreciate every one of you in the chat. Please smash the like button before you go. I smashed the panic button. So let's all let's all get something in there. Coom, I want to thank you very much for joining me. This was your first after dark of the year. It was, yeah. And it we had fun. Good. It was fun. High oh. energy. Bye. Hey. Love it. That is that is how I describe myself as high energy. <laughs> Gavin, thank you very much for being here. Another Bang up job. We'll be back with more Oilers content Monday at noon. Oilers Nation every day. And then it's going to be a big content day because you're going to yeah. get new pods. You're going to get pregame with Boards. You're going to get the watch along. You're going to get after dark. God, I hope we're talking about a win yeah. after that one. All right. Uh, see everybody. I appreciate it. And hey, maybe I'll see you at Greta later tonight. Peace out. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 